here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and we are in the Toolkit Depot studio for this Thursday morning and you are listening to Scotty and Goss. Thanks to Fleet Network and the team, Frank Agostino, and the hard working behind the scenes. Not, it's not just all about the leader, it's about the workers and the bees that work there. We're here for the next two hours. Scotty, good morning. The soldiers. Good morning soldiers. to you. How are you, mate? Yeah, you were out of really Fleet Network uh, while you were working for them yesterday. Yeah, so I did a couple of hours in the voiceover booth. A couple some, of hours? Yeah. So interesting. Are you... A couple of hours? Yeah. What, what did you do? Two years worth of ads? No, did two. Did a brand video a and a campaign. Two hours it took you. You're a professional. You're a one-take Timmy. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call you. <laughs> two hours. Scott, I've worked out one thing. You'll be in a Tesla in no time. That is the plan. Scott... <laughs> I'll be in the Tesla, thanks to Fleet Network, but the deal is they're actually paying for my electricity to charge the Tesla, but that's the oh, sticking right. point. Oh, right, so there's the, there's the negotiation. Ah, gotcha. Should have done three hours. <laughs> so I was doing voiceovers yesterday, and yeah. I learned one thing. So normally you just come up and you go, blah, 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 thank you very much, there's a script, and do your best, Johnny, and you're out the door. Yeah. So I went to this little hidden gem over there in uh, downtown Subiaco, a voiceover booth. Oh, so you make them come to you pretty much. <laughs> and you open the door... And you know you're in a sound booth because everything just goes Ooh. very quiet. And um, you do the voice. You have a couple of people looking at you do the voice. They pick every single word you've done right, wrong or indifferent, your inflections. It is edited in front of you. It is sent off. It returns. It is approved. Then you leave. Wow. Yeah. It's a bit That's... of pressure. Do you yeah. get instant feedback? Sweat. Did you get any? Uh, who's it approved by Fleet Network? Oh, the the marketing company, beautiful girl by right. the name of Cassandra from right. Marketing Creations. So if, if you're sitting there and Cassandra goes, yeah, yeah, this is no good. Yeah, who got this bloke? Yeah, yeah. How's this, how's this guy's voice good <laughs> enough to sell anything? <laughs> oh, well. I had to convince Cassandra, who's a lovely, lovely lady, been in WA seven years now. She's from Canada, and she um, she was fantastic and. And the good parties had no idea what I did for a living. I mm-hmm. uh, noticed I did a bit of radio, but do- didn't know I did TV for all those years. Yep. And I think she was looking at me going, one, how have you ever been on TV? <laughs> not exactly George Clooney. And uh, two. Huh. Well, you got the same hair. You're not John Laws with the voice. So, God uh, well, as I was. Anyway. anyway, I nailed it. Did you? Yeah, I was. Oh, bit of individual brilliance. Yeah, I was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> okay. Boy, am I impressive. Because you've got to do it spot on 60 yeah. seconds because it's uh, it, it's actually like 60 seconds, not 61, not 57, nothing. And guess what? 60-second long ad. Oh, man. Well, it's a great campaign video, yeah. Yeah. So, Jeez, but, but, Scott. What are you? I remember. One, I tried to do a documentary, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I remember one more. But it all started when I was nine <laughs> playing in the under 12. Yeah, nine for eight, seven yeah, for one, yeah, seven right. for none. Um, I remember, like, one morning I got to have a uh, very rare sleep-in and uh, I stayed in bed on a Sunday morning for some time and I threw the telly on 
And my wordy lordy did the agency throw some ads of you in there. It was a lot of you on a Sunday morning. A lot. <laughs> hell of a lot. It's a 60-second ad. I mean, and these were only 30-seconders. Yeah. Oh. But let me tell you one thing. I'll tell you what, though. You, you, self, oh, I am self, Mr. Flitnip. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am effing. Oh, very MFN. Go, very go, I'm so sorry. I am MFN. Oh. Mr. Fleet Network. That could get back. Big show. Damien Oliver is going to join us. Yeah, I know that. He's riding in the Winterbottom Stakes. Apparently okay. Got a little bit of a future. Oliver. <laughs> Decent jockey. I reckon he's got some potential. Yep. Tim McDonald's going to join us. What about what happened at the SCG yesterday? So, we bowled New South Wales out for less than 100. I know. I thought we were, we were a little nervous, weren't we? When two thirty-three, uh, yeah, sure, that's enough. Well, Stobo. apparently it is. Stobo, but one hundred and forty. Stobo with ball and bat. One hundred and forty enough. Zoe McAlpine's going to join us because special night at the Perth Wildcats tonight at RAC Arena. It's yeah. the pink game, so if you are going Red Army, wear pink or something pink. Zoe McAlpine is the CEO of Breast Cancer Care WA, and it's a very special uh, link they have with the Perth Wildcats. And Connor McDonald is the brother of. Oh, you know how they always say. The younger brother. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's better. He's better than the. He's better than the older one. That was like, that was the way with the cloaks and the day crosses and everything. Oh, wait, just the younger one. Well, that's interesting. That's a good question, isn't it? That we put it out there this morning. Who 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 is the better younger brother that's come through? Oh, Joel Selwood would be. I mean, there was Adam and Troy. Troy's the forgotten war almost. <sighs> Dean War. Remember there was Mark yeah. and Stephen Dean. Yeah. Um, so Troy, uh, Troy, Adam, brilliant premiership player, ripping fellow, one of the all-time good fellas. Troy has done a lot in football. Their family's universally loved by all, aren't they? So it's yeah, but you know, but ability wise, you've got to still put them in a pecking order. And I I think the Selwoods would admit. I think they have to admit that Joel just snuck on top now. Yeah, so Joel was the top. I mean, Ablett. There's Gary and there's Nathan. Nathan's a Premiership player, but who's the better than Ablett? The older one. Gary's older than Nathan. Yeah, but who's the better Ablett? Yeah. So not the younger one. You're saying no. Well, yeah. comparing brothers, basically. Yeah, suppose. good point. Well, Dacos, who's the young guy out of Nick and um, Josh? Josh is oldest, and Josh is impressive, and then everyone's going, oh, what did you see Nick? Yeah. It was the same with the cloaks. So Jason, uh, Cameron, and then Travis, and it was like, oh, I think they might have put up with a couple to get the third one. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what about Peter and Phil? Yeah. Well, who's, oh, who's uh, the older? Uh, Pete's the oldest yeah. one. Who's the better? Well... Geez, Phil was good. Phil, Phil probably doesn't get rated as much as he should because of Peter. Yeah. Because Pete Materia is one of the all-time greatest players yeah. ever. But, yeah. geez, Phil Materia, if, you, if you're picking a bloke for a forward pocket who does everything, yeah. including pinch goals off the key bloke, yeah. um, Phil's the man. Uh, Pete's probably there. Who else? Who else you got? Good question. We probably should have thought about this. No, it's good. No, we don't think about we it. Like off we off the cuff sort of just, stuff. Well, we just chat. Let us we? know your, uh, your famous... Brothers? Yep, via the temper text if you wish. Bedshed out of the temper extras. Um. <coughs> what, what did temper do, mate? <laughs> I did voiceovers yesterday, right? Oh, you're fatigued. I'm, I'm all voiceovered out. <laughs> Bedshed are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and bases for yeah. your temper adjustable mattresses and bases. You only have to visit bedshed.com.au. Yeah, no. Oh, it's turned into a double O double five ad. Double O double five. I don't know. When was the last time you rang double O double five, Scott? Oh, I keep trying. I think they blocked it. <laughs>
0487 737 04. O is a letter. Yeah. yeah. People who say O. With yeah, that's numbers. a fair point. No, that's a good point, isn't it? Do you know what? Does Mark Duffy would say O, does he? Well, we're going to get that out of him. 0487 736 O is a letter. Brothers? Yep. Better ones? Yeah. Better brothers, let us know your thoughts. 0487 736 736 or better still, give us a call on the Talkie Depot. I'd love to hear your voice this morning. Uh, no, you feel like a chat? Yeah, I feel like someone coming on and just chatting. Where's Scotty of Bayswater? Where, uh, Roy, don't ring. Where is... <laughs> <laughs> hey, morning, Roy. <laughs> Getting whack, whack. Ah, mate, uh, joking, Roy, boy, you're one of our faves. Uh, well, he he had some flows, doesn't he? Then he has a crack. He disappears. And then, we and then, to, yeah. then we have to ban him yeah. for a couple of weeks. It hurts little... us more than it hurts, Roy. <laughs> He has a little, little dig at us. We don't us. like banning people. Uh, well, I do, but we don't like... If know. Turtle's got a little brother. <laughs> Turtle might have a little brother and uh, yeah. he might actually work a bit, unlike Turtle. Let us know the brother. If you've got a brother out there that you think is better, or because the reason well, why we say about, that... Well, you know what? I don't want to put got... you on the spot, right? Because you know this better than me. What about the Parnums? <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> And what do you got? That is okay. I would say, I would say Chris is the better jockey. No, no that's tough. Stephen's the oldest. Then there's Brad, and then there's Chris, and I think there's another one. <laughs> yeah, and he's a multi squillionaire who doesn't ride and races. Clever. Yeah. Uh, Keith and Phil Narkle, nice. Oh, nice. great call. Great call. Gary and Ellis, side bottom. Yeah, great great call. call. Loving it. Do you reckon and, they broke for Swan Histories? Yep. Absolutely. And Phil Narkle, I, obviously, I didn't see much of Keith, but got to play with Phil, and he's one of my, I've said it a hundred times, he's one of my all time Anyone favorite that captain. Carry that. Size helmet. Around. He's very strong neck. He interviewed Magic. Uh, he, when he He's was just a great, a great human being. Inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, morning, boys. I'm the youngest of three brothers, and I am the best. All from Marga River. <laughs> the Paul's brother. <laughs> uh, Phil was so good. Jeez, he could see things on a field that no one else could see. Loved him. Yeah. And Keith, wow. Um, revered at Swan District. Gary Nellon, so I bought him. Good. Yeah, very good. Good yeah. start. Yeah, very good start. Let it's us know. Mystery stuff. <laughs> that ain't 12.55. Mitchell or Brandon Stark, says John. Well, Brandon's a very good high jumper. Yeah, but. Very good high jumper. Yes, what? So what? <laughs> what do you mean? Mate. We, we don't care. This is, can I just go to this point? Not, no disrespect to Brandon Stark, but I'm going to. He's an Olympic high jumper. Mate. You know when swimmers, Beautiful sport. you know that swimmers Race. swim almost 365 days of the year. Yeah. The only two times we really care about them is when they're in the Olympic Games yeah. and Commonwealth Games. Same with high jump. Is that right? Uh, pardon? Is that right? Well, same with high jump. Oh, mate, not even that. Yeah, I can't. I mean, he's not going to win the Olympic because they always always won by someone from Pogo or Togo or something. You know, someone. That, not Pogo. <laughs> well, that sounds illegal. You can't. You can't do it. Someone Pogo. What's wrong with you? Well, one of those faraway countries, you know, like Azerbaijan or something. They always some pluck out a high jumper. Um, Shane and Brett Lee, good one. Like yep. it. Thank you very much, Shane oh. and Brett Lee. Well, clearly, who's the best there? Hey, oh. Jay from Scarves has got an absolute. Craig, Jimmy, Jimmy and uh, Phil Cracker. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. gone with Jimmy. Do you reckon we should have uh, probably remembered that one? What about the Chapellis? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great all day. Yeah, Greg was the better bat. Ian's the better captain, I think. He sort of changed. And Trevor was more famous than all of them. Yeah. 
Good point. Very good point. John McEnroe was a tad better than his brother Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. What about the Bowdens? Richmond boys. Yeah, Bowdens. Joel and Joel Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. What, Joel's yeah. doing politics. What about, the, the, what about the Woodbridge and Woodford? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, if you're going to go down that path, we'll Paul McNamee and yeah. <laughs> McNamara. McNamara. Who's the better brother? Uh, the calls are coming in, actually. Get on to that one. The boys are a bit shocked. They don't that'll know be, what to do next. That'll be, that'll be someone, someone whose power's out in Queensland. That <laughs> <laughs> happened last time. Bit of insurance. Uh, the insurance well, he went update. to Ed, didn't he? Did we get that up on there? <laughs> that was the slip through. <laughs> a, this is what our show's about. Our show's about some guy, I think his name was Robert, from <laughs> far north Queensland. We said, oh, he's listening on the app. Yeah, we said, oh, you're listening on the app. No. <laughs> Just want to know why my power's gone out here. And, yeah. Dave is listening in Bunbury. Now, he must be on the app because they don't get us on SEN Spirit on um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They get us on a Monday, Friday. Oh, Monday, right? Thank you very Tuesday, much. Wednesday, Thursday. Hey, Dave, good morning. Morning, James. How are you? Hey, Dave, is that a horse? A horse. Was it that Or is it, a, is it a really loud clock? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> There's that? a clip clop going on in the background, Dave. No, you know what it is. I've just done my pre-start of my truck for the morning. It was my indicator. So uh, I do apologise about the background noise. No, no, don't apologise. What do you got for us, mate? What have I got? I had one someone just took, which was the Lee Boys, but one Scotty would be able to best answer, but one is um, Dave and Mike Hussey. Yes. And... Uh, and, and the other one is the Wakeland Twins, who I reckon Scotty would be able to give us the best out of wow. those. Two. Really good. Really, nice. really good. The Wakeland Twins are well, very hard so, to speak. So, so. so Dave um, from Bunbury is online. Dave, so you would go Mike over Dave Hussey? You, you would have to, based on international records, but both bloody good cricketers. Very good. Very mm. good. Hey, Scotty Willis, Scotty Willis listening on the app. And I'll give you, while we've got you, Dave, I'll throw this to you as well. Sean or Mitch Marsh, who is the better? That's a hard one. You'd probably have to say Sean just at the minute, but Mitch could very well overtake him. Yeah, it's very good. That's the tough one. Dave's in there going, I've rung you to ask the questions. <laughs> they throw them back at me. Yeah, well, put gonna, me on the spot. You know what he's going to ask us next? Can you drive the truck for me? Yeah. <laughs> good on you, Dave. Thank you for calling. That's a very good one. He's getting a couple more. Uh, what about... Um... The Wakelands. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're very hard to split, but I think Daryl played more games, won a flag... Oh, geez, they're exceptional. I think based on that, oh, no, I didn't know it wakes on Monday. I hope he's still not in town. You have to go with the more games and flag, don't you? Oh, I hate them both. So who are you going for? Daryl, I think. Okay, now we've also got the Matt and Josh Carr brothers. Oh, well, Matt and, uh, Josh played in the Premiership Report too. Yeah, but forget about that. I think Matt's been the more successful. Um, my word is... <laughs> He's doing incredibly well. He's going, yeah, no. Matt. Brad, <laughs> that one, that one's an answer based on who we want to be mates with more. <laughs> oh, Matt. Brad or Chris Scott? <sighs> well, uh, Chris, Chris, probably. If you, if, no, Chris. Santanta or Osaka are helping. <laughs> who kicked Clark in the head? Who kicked Clark in the bum? Santanta. Santanta did, didn't he? Same, same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep them coming. Thank you for your input. 0487736736. And hello, thanks to Dave from Bunbury who uh, who uh, broke the drought for us today on yeah, the line. 13, up 12, a, 55. Uh, a beauty, too. Yeah. What was that noise he was so saying? It was his indicators on his truck. He was doing the pre-start. Yeah, he used to warm it up.
I don't know. <laughs> it's a pre-start. You make out the Absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, don't tell me. I oh, know trucks. That's a tractor. What sort of tractor? Uh, it was a... Uh, Kubota. A Kubota. Who'd we have on there? Kubota. Steely. Steely said that. Yeah, it's got a Kubota knock. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of family passes up for if you're interested in going Roy, to the Wildcats. Roy, this is why you Roy, Roy. Roy, this is why Roy. we say don't ring. Which Brady, which Brady Bunch <laughs> brothers were better? Greg, Peter, Bobby. No, oh, Greg. Bobby was a... Bobby, look, be Greg honest had, with you. Greg, Greg had... No, Greg. Greg was number one. Peter's the middle child. They're always the trouble one. And Bobby was just a pain in the ass. to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Bobby yeah. is a silk. Yeah. Peter was the middle child. He was uh, a black sheep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think Greg was on with Mrs. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Stepmother, <laughs> 20 past 6. There's a, there's a plot twist. No one saw that coming. Can I just say it, 20 well, past 6? When you think back on it. <laughs> when you go 20 yeah. past 6. <laughs> the director's cut. 0487736736 or 13 Keep them coming. I will say this. On this day, which is November 24, officially on the podium for the worst. Oh. Officially the worst day ever. I was going to say, as a month, November's really thrown up some stinkers. You wait till after the break, we come back. It is a howler. <laughs> November 24. On this day, I see clearly. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. November 24. Should we just keep going with brothers <laughs> and sisters, the best ones? Serena and Venus? Good. No doubt there. Minji and Minwoo? Oh, yeah. Siblings? Well, you've thrown up the mixer. Yeah, mixed doubles. Yeah. Uh, Donald Duck Dunn was born on this day in 1941. Oh, you, should you go ahead with this? <laughs> Donald Duck Dunn. November That's 24. I will, I will apologise for the next four minutes. <laughs> Make it three and we'll talk of some it's other stuff. It's horrendous. It is so bad. But so much work's gone in. I mean, he's coming Lois early. Lois is out there Lois and he's in a brand spanking new chartreuse sweater. <laughs> chartreuse. It's actually he's like... He's trying to go with uh, lime. It's, it's like more a, chartreuse. It's not, definitely not lime. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a baby poo green. <laughs> Good morning. Enjoy your breakfast. That's <laughs> for you, a bit of Milo there. Donald, uh, who's Donald Duck Dunn? <laughs> I don't want to say that again on air. <laughs> he was in Booker T at the MG. player. So Billy Connolly's 80 today, Scottish actor and comedian. I think I've always loved about Australia. I've always found Australians to be open and friendly and, and a, a jolly bunch who can take a joke as long as you can, as you, if you can give it back. To the, I was in Wyala, up at the bar, you know, and a, a bloody poofter. So I turned around to him and I said, who took your picture out of the frame? <laughs> I actually don't find him funny. I, I don't. I, I went to a. I went to. Um, I went to the RAC Arena. Uh, got tickets, free tickets, and um, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and I didn't find him funny, but anyway, and, uh, people do. I just <laughs> hear his voice then, and it makes you smile. Stanley Livingston. Not so much that bit. You know, we're talking about the Brady Bunch. Stanley Livingston was an American actor who played Chip Douglas in a famous TV show called. My Three Sons. My Three Sons. Starring Fred, Fred McMurray. McMurray. And his Uncle Charlie, William Demarest. Yeah. 
and Don Brady as Robbie. And uh, Chip Douglas, he uh, was Stanley Livingston. He's 72, still going strong. You reckon he goes down, walks down the street and people go, hey, Chip. No. So we and both of them is 67 today. Don't say too bad. And there it is. And it's a splendid innings. Fine knock from Ian Botham. Oh, yeah. To go to 100 Both. in the last over before. Hasn't he turned it? Well, he was you know, obviously one of the most hated people here yeah. coming to Australia to play cricket. He was so darn good. Yeah. Now he's almost one of us. Yeah. You and, hear that and, often. He's doing tours and speaking engagements. Yeah. He loves a wine. Yeah, wine. Uh, and he walks with elephants. Tracy Wickham, 60. And here's Tracy Wickham and Michelle Ford in the last 50 metres. Both of them are going to be under the existing world record. Tracy has about 25 metres to swim. Michelle's sprinting after her. There's only a length between them. The two girls are going really fast. They're sprinting home. Tracy's flying over on the far side. There's Michelle coming in. But look at this time. She's going to be a long way under the world record. Tracy Wickham, a great world record here in Edmonton. And there it is. Norman May was one of the great commentators of all time. That's not his finest work. No, but Tracy was... Terrific. It was. Hey, Ryan Maloney, you know him as Toadie. He's born on this day, 43. The time for talking is over, Toadie. I have watched this hair grow over the years from being moderately scruffy to fashionably unkempt to what it is today. Way over the top. (laughs) So, it's going to give me great pleasure. Can we take this slowly, mate? Slowly, schmoly. Wow. That's why Neighbours is coming back, because quality work like that. Yeah. It's safe to say, too, when he started in, what, 95? Yeah. And, uh, and finished in the very last program. But he's been recruited. Or in his, his typecast. <laughs> I met him once at the Tunnel Nightclub. <laughs> and you, let me just tell you, yeah. didn't take nicely to being called Tony. Oh, his yeah. mate, his name's Ryan, mate. He said, no, it's not, mate, it's Tony. That's Tony. Oh, he's one of those real annoying drunks. I know. Marcus Pelly's 27. The spot, gone in front to the back. There is the bot. Doing what he always Young Rascals does. recorded this absolute classic in 65. Oh. ACDC re- released this absolute corker in 81. Undersold over the limits. Crowded House had their farewell tour outside the Sydney Opera House and produced a little number like this in 96. Sebastian finished runner-up in, um, what's that? Oh, no, he won Australian Australian Idol in 2003. And he pulled out this song as his debut album. Good fella. It went to number one in Australia. And on this day, Psy, P-S-Y, became the oh, most no, viewed no. YouTube video with oh, 808 do million views oh, in 2012. Do don't do it. Everybody up now. Don't do it. Open Gangnam No. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, they're doing it. Everyone, they're doing it. Open Gangnam Star. I can't look. Yeah, I can't look. That's on this day, November 24. We'll get a breakaway thanks to Mackers. Unique New York. Unique New York. The human torch was denied a bank loan. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? This is some uh, takes from you warming up yesterday at Fleet Network. (laughs) (laughs) 
bit of Ron Burgundy to get you going. Don't forget, try the best ever McCafe blend roasted in Melbourne. McCafe coffee is better than most. Not too far away, Damien Oliver's going to join a superstar who's uh, in town, of course, uh, for the Winterbottom Stakes on Saturday at Ascot. Riley Morgan, who's in rare tipping form, the life of Riley, oh. just around the corner. Tim McDonald, WA, about to resume day three of their Shield game at the SCG, about to beat the Blues, and we all hate them. And Zoe McElpine will join a CEO of Breast Cancer Care, WA. It is a very special night for the Perth Wildcats. It's the pink game tonight, so wear pink, not red. And Connor McDonald, AFL Drafts, hopeful after 7.30. Time to do this. Update time with the producer to the star and Scott Cummings. It is Chris Clefunas. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Daniel Ricciardo has officially joined Red Bull as their third driver for third 20, driver, not reserve. Twenty three. Yeah, third driver. You know what that is, don't you? Specifically, you know why that is. Putting Pere- someone out. Perez is going. Perez, Perez doesn't like Max, and so Max is the star child. Max is the man. So Max is hard to like. Yeah, I agree. If he had a brother, I'd prefer his brother. I think everyone would. <laughs> yeah. Especially in Australia. We haven't really liked Max since he kind of got uh, got over the top of Daniel Ricciardo in the Red Bull pecking order back yeah. when Danny Rick was there. He's so. a better driver than Daniel. We love Daniel, but Daniel's got, How he's got to know his place. He's got to know his place. Blasphemy <laughs> on this guy. <laughs> Spend you for a week. Please. If you didn't like it. <laughs> if you wouldn't like it, I would. Ben Simmons returned to Philly yesterday. Yes. Did you see that? Yes. Been playing pretty well, actually, as Benny, the last couple of games for It's amazing uh, when he actually gets on court how good he could be. Yeah, so he finished with tries. 11 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks and 3 steals. Pretty handy numbers. Mm-hmm. Double, double. Philly won, though. 115 to 106. Pretty tasty little reception ah, for Benny got there. booed every time he went near the anger. I mean, he touched he? it. Yeah. Every time. As expected. He was pretty nice about it after the game. He said, oh, I was expecting it to be a bit louder. Yeah, I thought that'd A bit be... more intense. Yeah. Well played. Smarty pants. Well played from okay. you, Benny. Keep going. Good man. <laughs> Gosh, not interested in NBA. Um, Paul Gallant has hung up oh, his yeah. gloves after 18 professional fights as well. And World Cup update, thanks to Kraken, the yeah. broadcast sponsor. Yeah, they are. Of course, of the World Don't Cup. Kraken, that's K-R-A-K-E-N.com. Download the app, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, Qatar 2022. Spain claimed their biggest ever World Cup win. Took yep. top spot in Group E. 7-0 over Costa Rica. How about oh, Costa wow. Rica? I was They're wondering why they were $21 in it. Two horse race. <laughs> yeah, they weren't great. Uh, Japan scored two late goals to come from behind to beat Germany 2-1. And Croatia's World Cup campaign got off to a, a slow start, a nil or draw against Morocco. Australian PGA Championship up there at Royal Queensland. Adam Scott leads four under through ten holes. Oh, wow. And we talk about brothers. Adam, Adam Scott. Uh, Rasmus Hoygaard and Nikolai Hoygaard, who are absolute bona fide stars on the European Tour from Denmark. Uh, Rasmus is three under and Nikolai is one under, and even par Cam Smith through 10. Nice. Has he got Stevie Williams on the bag, Adam Scott? He's brought him out of retirement. Uh, I think he's got Stevie Williams on there. Sure. The Kiwi. Used to be Tiger Woods and Greg Norman's He did, yes. Was the highest paid sports person. I'm not sure how. Only zone NASCAR team. Highest paid sports person in New Zealand for about 10 years. How's that? Only zone NASCAR team. He lied. True story. He lied to Greg Norman. When Greg Norman found him as a caddy, he said, how old are you? And he said, 20. Anyway, three years later, Mrs. Norman at the time 
took his passport and the, took all the passports to get their tickets. Said, "You go to the lounge and get the luggage, and I'll put the passports through." And they put the passports through and whatever they did, and came back and they said, "How old are you?" And he said, "23." And they said, "No, you're not. You're 20." So you started with us when you were 17. Oh. So he lied to get Sneaky the gig. Boy. Love that. Great been exploiting underage workers. <laughs> One I missed very quickly as well in the World Cup last night. Belgium beat Canada 1-0. Of course, Belgium, the dark horses, according to our man Alex Brosk from last week. Thank you for that update uh, for uh, your crypto journey with Kraken. Uh, to get in the game, visit kraken.com.com. Uh, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Riley Morgan's joined us. Oh. Also, Damien Oliver's about to join us. Get your pen and paper ready because these two men are key players when it comes to the racing and the pinnacles at Ascot. Damien Oliver rides them. Riley Morgan tips them. And together, we make some fun bucks. It's 22 to 7. Morgan is here. Thanks to Tab Touch. Always gamble responsibly. Tab Touch, of course.com.au. Just quickly an update. Adam Scott, five under through eleven leads. Rasmus Hoygaard by two shots. The best West Australian is Jared Felton, who's two under through six. Riley Morgan was in rare tipping form wow. last week. Big. Go through it. Go through it. Truly inspired. Best bet. Got up. Bang. Best each way was uh, above the peg. Big Our odds. man Simon's. Big odds. Got up. Yep. Ruffy. Santorio. Second paid four bucks. I think it was yeah, just over four bucks four. a place. On fire, three well for three, bang bang bang. Hey boys, uh, welcome. First of and foremost, thanks for coming in. Got a couple of questions for you, uh, Riles. I know you've been listening. Uh, Simon or Justin Madden? Simon. Yeah, good one, good one. Uh, what about Daniel or Sam Kerr? Oh, it's a tough one being an Eagles man, but Sam Kerr definitely. Martin and Jeff Crow. Do you remember them? Uh, more of a Russell yeah. Crowe man myself. Famous <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another famous Kiwi. Not bad. Oh, and last one, uh, Angus or Malcolm Young from ACDC. Thanks, Mike. Oh, Angus. <laughs> sure. Hey, boys, uh, Just uh, now page three of the Today's West Australian says, often racing in the fashion stakes, and the delightful Britt Taylor with some flames coming out of what her head. What a star she is. Uh, she is, and she's standing with her horse there, right? And now we have this thing oh, no. where... Yeah, what horse oh, is no. that? That's not no, winning but, on the weekend. No, it's no, no, no. Thank you, it's not. Because any time they have a, a horse in a yep. photo with a model, yep. the horse goes no good. No good. Either scratched or runs near last. So they've taken the safe option with today's horse in the paper. This horse's name's Booyah Boy. Booyah Boy, right? Here we go. His last win was at Kojanup <laughs> in 2019. Yep. Booyah Boy has last six trials and now retired. Fifth of fifth, eighth of eighth, ninth of ninth. Good decision. Eleventh of eleventh, fifth of fifth, ninth of ninth, and fifth of sixth. That's. I reckon they've made the call. They've rung our man Simon Miller and gone, "Mate, can we grab Amelia's jewelry?" Said, "Bugger right off." Yeah. Rung James Cummings and said, "Yeah, can we have Kemantari?" No, not a chance in no the chance. world. Yeah. You can have it. So they got mate. Booya Boy, which is a lovely. He's, he's a pretty handsome boy. He's a beautiful yeah. horse. He's thought, ten years of age, but he hasn't raced since twenty nineteen. It's like when you put in interviews for a pre-game and you try and get the coach or a, or a player, and they say, "No, nah, well, we'll give you an assistant coach." Yeah, never. Heard See, of I, them. I don't know why they don't ever take photos. I, I love it. I love a nice grey horse. I think they are. Yeah, they, they never seem to go with them. Yeah. They just go with this. And why of, do they always have a female model? Why do they have a male model and a female horse? I, why? I would have thought why? it. Why would itself, really? Hang on. Well, am I not? 
Oh, there's not a good, there's not a great there's not a great influx of of handsome males involved in the industry. I wouldn't say. <laughs> wow, well, you know, there's one on the line. That, oh, on yeah, the line that might get a little crazy. Well, can you say it? hello to the gentleman we got on the line, please? Uh, let's just do it really quickly because he is the greatest Group One winning jockey in Australian history. His name's Damien Oliver. He's, he's hit town. He's ready to rip this place apart. Morning, Ollie. Good morning, guys. How are you, pal? You a bit sleepy or you're still on Melbourne time? Waking up at three? No, no, yeah. I was up early on Melbourne time, yep. We've got Riley Morgan in the studio with us every week. Very he comes judge. in and last week he was three from three with his best bet, best each way and best roughy. So, geez, I hope you've got something Ollie's on in your tip. Yeah, pressure's on now. Good morning, Ollie. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, that sort of form. I hope you're tipping mine. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. A few rides on the weekend as well. Now, Ollie, we've seen you. We'll look ahead to this weekend's Group 1 Winter Bottom Stakes uh, This uh, with the ride you have on Rothfire. Now, we have in recent years, we've seen you come across here and, and win Winter Bottoms with these Eastern States horses. Sort of, I'll go back to I'll go back to Voodoo Lad comes to mind as well. Hey, and have you had a... Hey, Voodoo Lad, sorry, Rolls. Outside barrier and came from last on the turn. There you go. Exactly it right. I remember it's the most famous winter bottom stakes ever. Now exactly right, and I'm not sure you've had a I had a sit on Rothfire yet, Ollie. But is is he the kind of horse that gives you the feel that he could potentially do the same? You're right. I haven't sat on him yet, but he's got the right sort of form. He's been racing really consistently in Melbourne, and. Um, yeah, he's he's got a good draw, obviously, and he's a horse that can take advantage of that. So you'd think um, it's going to be a nice race for him. I reckon Ollie was expecting that sort of seriousness from us this yeah, morning, and it's probably thrown him a little. Yeah. Not a racing station. I nah. like it. I like it. Are you tipping? Are you tipping Rothfire? Oh, he'll be very hard to beat from the barrier. You'd think. It's a polite answer of saying no. Yeah, good to be back, <laughs> Ol. Um, and what are you? What are you most excited about about this weekend? It's been a terrific carnival so far here in Huge. your hometown, and it's only getting bigger this weekend. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to Rothfire and, and probably taking you down in golf today. I'm really looking forward to as well. Oh, I don't think that will happen. No, it didn't happen last time. I don't think it will happen today, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. Who are you playing today, can we ask? No, nah, uh, we've got a meeting. It's a, no, no, I'm not playing golf. We've got a meeting. A business meeting, A business it? meeting at the Vines. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to Darren Dorber, if you're <laughs> Damn it. Hey, Ollie, um, coming back is fantastic. And as Riley mentioned, you rode voodoo lad in that time. I mean, I remember, I, I just remember that, that winter bottom stakes. It was bizarre. You drew badly. I think Darren Weir was the trainer at the time. But came from last on the home turn. Are those sort of those special days as a jockey when you come to the outside and you just go whooshka and you go, wow, is there a bit of wow factor? And you, you can see that you, you're picking up momentum and you, and you whisk past them. Are they one of the most satisfying sort of races to win? Yeah, they are big thrills when you're on one that's, that's leading down like that. He's um, he's a really good horse, and uh, he, he used to like that sort of style. He sort of leaves him alone early, and he had a big finish on him. So um, I think it was pretty strong pace in that race, what I can remember. And, um, you know, the outside gate probably wasn't the worst thing for him because it just forced us to ride him a little bit quieter than what you might be enticed to do from a good gate. And um, it was a huge win. There's not many Group 1s in Perth, so always a big thrill to come home and win a big Group 1. Yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, Ollie, a couple of texts on the text line, and, of course, people can text 0487 736 736. Uh, sum up your spring carnival uh, in Melbourne during the, well, during the spring. Can you? Uh, some of our listeners want to know, how do you, how do you reckon you went? Yeah, a bit quiet by my standards. I, I sort of uh, I had a few winners. Um but a lot of placings, more seconds and first than I would have liked. Um, but wasn't through lack of trying, but um, thought I was riding okay, but probably just not getting um, the quality of rides that, you know, that I've probably got over recent years. So, but um, 
I was happy enough with the way I ride and competed. Um, but, uh, yeah, probably not as many winners as I would have liked to have got. Just on that, Ollie, obviously uh, I hope of your quality and of your stature, perhaps you touch on that you weren't delivering results that you that you would have liked over that sort of spring period. How do you lift yourself out of uh, a sort of a lean period? And is it stick to the same process and results will take care of themselves or is there a little bit more to it? Um, not really. Um, look, uh, just, I mean, you can only ride as well as the horses you're sort of riding, so that that can be the frustrating part of it. But I think if you, I'm you know, always always analysing the way I'm riding, so if I think I'm still riding okay, you can only do the best with what you've got and um, and keep chipping away. So um, yeah, that's about all you can do, I think. Ollie, have you ever woken up one day and seen a horse in the paper that you're riding <laughs> next to a uh, well, hot chick? Um, hot chicks and horses—they are absolutely. Well, it's a curse. Have you ever woken up one day, seen a horse that you're riding next to a model being promoted in the paper and gone, oh, no, I'm stuffed? <laughs> tell me, tell me Rothfire's not in the paper. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We, had to, we had to check. We had to check, but it wasn't. So the beautiful Britt Taylor is standing next to Booyah Boy, and Booyah Boy's last win was at Cogent Up in 2019. It's a 10-year-old, no longer racing. Its last seven trials, it beat one horse home. <laughs> but he's yeah, now a male model. Well renowned to be the kiss of death, isn't it? Yeah, I think all trainers now are across it too, well, and they've just gone, no, you're not having my horse. Hey, Ollie, it's fantastic. <laughs> we spoke to James Cummings on the show yesterday, and Godolphin has four runners over here. It's just fantastic that the stable like Godolphin, and we've got terrific jockeys and other stables, and we talk of Robert Heathcote, who trains your horse, Rothfire, tomorrow on Saturday as well. But isn't it great that, that a figurehead stable like Godolphin comes to WA, and obviously there's big riches in regards, regards to this so I mean it's fantastic for the for the carnival that uh, as I said the blue team is here yeah it is I mean and not just them you know horses like Rothfire and that as well um, you know I think it's important that you know you do get some contribution from the eastern states horses to come over and test the strength of the, the Perth horses um, and vice versa you've seen the Perth horses in recent times come over to Melbourne and, and really stand up and do well as well so it's um, you know Perth being so isolated they don't always get a um, a test to see how they stand up against the Eastern State horses. Um, but with the prize money going up this year, I think it's fantastic. They've, had, they've probably had to do it with the um, competition with Melbourne and Sydney um, between their prize money and the carnival mm. probably just going that little bit longer. So um, it's good to see that they've boosted the, the prize money and the racing here and, and you're seeing some good support for it as well. James Cummings dropped a bombshell with us yesterday. Yeah. He said he's... We asked for a winner and he said, boys... I will saddle up the winner of the Mudgy Cup next week. <laughs> and we thought he was joking, but he's actually not joking. Yeah. Have you ever ridden in the Mudgy Cup? No, I haven't. I've been to Mudgy, but I've not ridden there. Where's the most obscure place you've ridden on? Yeah. Probably Leonora. <laughs> oh, well, you're 16. Tell me you were 16. 15. You were in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, I'm probably, probably 15, I reckon, actually. And I've recently been asked to go and ride in King Island, which I'm considering. Oh. <laughs> Take the uh, pack in the uh, King Island. Yeah, you're packing, the, packing the clubs. Well, I'm actually keener to go and play golf there than um, <laughs> Kate, Wick, Kate Wickham. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appearance fee, I'd be worried to be asking for. Let me tell you right now, not the 260 right. I'll be going for the appearance fee, Ollie. Hey, so Ollie, big day, a big day Saturday. So, so what do you do between now and do you ride? I mean, you obviously haven't hit a golf and stuff and catching up yeah. with fam. I would will imagine. You go and meet Rothfire. Uh, will, will you actually meet Rothfire at any stage before throwing your leg over? Um. 
I'm not planning to at this stage, but I've got to go to the track to do some um, uh, just some media stuff today. Um, so, um, yeah, if I happen to meet him, that'd be good. But if I don't, um, <laughs> it's not uncommon to um, just jump on the horse for the first time and go and ride him as well. Fantastic. Looking forward to it, mate. Uh, great to have you back in WA. And, uh, Absolutely. And, you know, and, and behind Mark Zara, the most famous WA jockey to be riding. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> mate, serious, don't make him angry. There's a bit of recency bias there, Ali. Don't make him angry before the first tee. Uh, yeah. hey, oh, just a quick one to finish. Like Jay, Jay Mack and, and Jamie Carr coming over also. Is that, you know, are they interested in... You know, the way the carnival's going over in the way the pinnacles are heading, or is it more of a fact that Godolphin said, or James Cummings has said, hey, I need you, and they'll do as they're told? Um, I'm not really sure. I haven't spoken to them about it, but, you know, I think, you know, they're obviously really good group one races and big prize money, and I'd say they'd be pretty happy to go anywhere to ride those little horses for those stables. So, um, and I'm sure they'd probably want to come and check out Perth and, and experience it as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be good to have them here. Yeah, uh, good luck on the course today, mate. Uh, no. May you win. No. May you win easily, and may you be cashed up. I hope you have a hell. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And I know it's Damien Oliver joining us, of course, and he's on Rothfire, and so always kind enough to give us some Swear time. To God, big butter boom. Yep, yeah, he's got rides for uh, Roy Rogers, which is just the great racing name. Who's that? You are were in rare. You were in rare tipping form. Yeah. Only week. as good as your last meet. Correct. What do you got for us this weekend, mate? Massive Saturday. Couple of best bets. We have a long shot as well, and a best value there for okay, the each four. way. We fully each way punches as well. Tip, tip three across the line last week. Is it? I'm just going to keep going now. <laughs> the, the best bets are side by side in the uh, in the race book as well. So uh, hopefully we if we can get a couple of results there through the the middle of the card. We go to race number six for the first of the the Sir Ernest Lestier Stakes, and here I'm with horse number two on the quick backup for the Stephen Miller Stable Saintorio. Now I thought this horse was terrific in the Guineas last week. He yeah. was. We, we we threw him out as a roughie and he was he drew a wide barrier and that was predominantly the reason why I thought that perhaps he he was wasn't as uh, more in, in the market as he was and he was a good he was a good price but he was wide and working early from that barrier and didn't wasn't able to get in early in the race but still loomed uh, on the corner and I thought it was a terrific run the way he hit the line only on the heels of uh, Bustler and Amelia's Jewel who are a couple of really high class high class three year olds so off the seven days he's raced well off the seven day back up before he maps for the run of the race with the the key dangers I think face sticky runs in transit here from their draws. You've got all the King's Men drawn barrier nine, Vampire at play drawn another sticky barrier as well, barrier eight I think. The, there's an influx of horses in this race who are all going to be searching for the same spot sort of midfield with cover so I think Santorio from barrier four will get the run of the race and will be out of trouble, gets weight pulls on his number of key dangers and confident back to 1400 metres is no issue. Best bet number two? Race seven, uh, we go to the Skyhill Cup, race seven, number 14, Pure Devotion. This horse is on a Perth Cup campaign and thought that uh, was one of the runs of the day in the Lucky Grey last time we saw it on a day where you had to settle in the first five to win. Uh, this horse was back last, sort of weaved through and flashed home late and up in trip here now, drawn to be able to uh, sit a pair or two closer, I think, midfield and it looks very hard to beat for me on the weekend. So I just need another Cerise and White special from Willie Pike and I think should be winning. Race seven, number 14, Pure Devotion, second best bet. 
uh, best each way, Riles? Best each way, race five, horse number 12, Cartanera is the name of the horse for Brock Luthwaite. Now, I thought this horse, although 1,400 metres, probably as short as it wants, this horse was massive first up, uh, coming from a really, uh, from a near impossible position on straightening. Now, this horse comes through a sort of Belmont Oaks, Belmont classic campaign uh, through the winter and thought he more than held his own there, only finished about a length off Search and Rocks, who was quite, uh, who was serviceable last week in the Group mm. 1 Railway Stakes and has been proven to be a very high-quality horse. So this horse is still on the up and think although over uh, the journey it will like to get over a bit more ground, I think he's uh, in with a chance uh, from a nice draw there at each way on the weekend over the 14. Ruffy time, mate. What's the best rough one? Yeah, I'm actually pretty keen on this Ruffy. Race two, horse number seven, Tadweir for the Chris and Michael Ganjimi. This horse has trialled up very nicely leading into this first up run. He's a very lightly raced. He still only had the five starts in his career to date, but the last time we saw him on a racetrack, he was only one length adrift of Snipperucci in a very high ratings race there as well, a very strong race. And I thought the recent trial was super. And although from the barrier may need a little bit of luck there from barrier nine, I can see there being a sort of three, four wide train here with the speed engaged in this uh, five furlong scamper over the 1,000 metres and think with a bit of luck and a bit of cover that Tadweir can certainly be running on into the money if not winning. So I think that's a really good price there, around $13, $14. Wrap them up again for us. Best bets, race six, number two, Santorio. Uh, race seven, number 14, Pure Devotion. Best value each way, race five, number 12, Cartanera. And then best long shot, race two, number seven, Tadweir. Thanks for coming in and enjoy the races on Saturday. Saturday. Beautiful. Riley Morgan joining us. Spot on 7 o'clock. Let's get some news. Still to come, we are going to be talking about the pink game tonight. It is the Perth Wildcats for Breast Cancer Care WA. And also Tim McDonald and Connor... Tim McDonald and Connor... McDonald. (laughs) Are they related? (laughs) Who's the better brother? Connor or Tim? I think Tim at the moment. been talking a bit about uh, what's been taking place over there at the SCG, Scotty and uh, WA have a chance wow. to again get another win in the Sheffield Shield. They sit at top of the ladder and the team they're playing, New South Wales, are the hosts, haven't won a game this year, which is always sweet yeah, to it's say. It's just enjoyable, isn't it? <laughs> but somehow, I'll still feel the Australian team with them, somehow. Tim McDonald is the WA bowling coach, one of the assistant coaches and probably one of the reasons why we are so good this year in the Shield and he's been kind enough to join us. Uh, uh, Tim, appreciate your time. There's some bizarre goings on over there at the SCG, and today you've got a chance to win. Yeah, morning, boys. It's uh, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Um, exciting cricket coming up today, I reckon. Well, just in, so just to let everybody know, we made two thirty-three. And Scotty, you were I wasn't. I, I, you I was happy. underwhelmed. You were. I'm no, thinking, uh oh. And rightfully so. Bubbles burst, Goss. And then New South Wales went out and were dismissed for ninety. Three. Yeah, and that and then, made me feel a bit better. Yeah. But then WA went back out. But if you, if, and then if you just jumped on today and said, what do we make? We made 127 in our second innings. You'd go, my God. And that's only after two days. <laughs> uh, 267 runs, uh, WA lead New South Wales by Tim. Uh, McDonald joins us. Uh, hey, Tim, just in regards to that, I mean, that that is bizarre going on. We spoke to Ashton Agar. He was unsure of what sort of wicket it was going to be. Well, what wicket was it? Well, yeah, it's, uh, we turned up and, and obviously with, with the rain and, and the covers coming on and off uh, over the last couple of weeks here, the, the grass hasn't been able to grow. Um, so, yeah, we turned up uh, for a day one with more what looked like a day four SCG wicket. There was, there was a few cracks in it. 
and it was already a little bit crumbly. Um, up and down bounce uh, pretty much from after the first session and, and, and quite a bit of spin uh, with the odd ball playing a trick. So, uh, yeah, pretty interesting cricket at the moment. It certainly is. I, just, I don't want to talk too much about New South Wales, but in, we also spoke about Chris Green making his Shield debut. Yeah. Been around Big Bash for ages. The girls love him. He's a very popular player. He's taken nine wickets in the match. Nine wickets. And you know what? He actually does spin the ball, unlike a test spinner I know. Yeah, <laughs> which was mentioned when we were speaking to Ash as well. Well, you should take credit for that, guys, because you unearthed him, I reckon, after, after nine seasons. But, Tim, there's been like, – you can describe it as no other way than as carnage. It's just uh, – is it just one of those pitches that's just impossible to bat on? Oh, I wouldn't say impossible. I think uh, it's pretty hard to start on um, with the amount of turn and, and variable bounce. Um Greeny bowled pretty well, to be fair to him. He, he targeted the stumps, um, and, and there's a lot of fielders in around the bat. So mm-hmm. when a ball does do something, you know that there's there's four or five guys waiting in there to, to pounce. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't say impossible. Once If you can get a little partnership going, um, it, it gets slightly easier, but there, there seems to always be a ball with your name on it down the track somewhere. Well, let's talk about New South Wales. You're bowling, of course. You are the bowling coach there for WA. Uh, all the wickets, uh, there were no bowled. No one got bowled. There were a couple of LBWs, most catches, and there was one stumping as well. Tell us a bit about Charlie Stobo. I mean, he's a former New South Welshman. He's not young, and he's making his debit, and uh, he's done a pretty good job with the ball as well. Yeah, he has. He's, um, you know, this is his home patch, Charlie. He's a mature-age uh, bowler. Very impeccable lines and lengths, Tim. Uh, he, he bowled a spell uh, in the first innings where, you know, the groupings of where his balls were landing were, were pretty much spot on with what we were asking for, and, and that's what he does. He he can bowl all day. Um, he gets a little bit of nibble uh, each way, and he, he's quite crafty. Um, but, yeah, he, he fits in really well to this side at the moment, and, and the conditions here certainly suit him. Tim, you joined uh, WA in uh, in June, so you can pretty much this one of these matches that you can take most of the credit and start by working with some uh, yeah with, with on a few things. What what, uh, what are the what are the things that and, and who are the players that you probably spent most oh, of your time with? He's turned Matt Kelly around. Matt Kelly was a hack before Tim, Tim McDonald came along. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Oh, I'm not sure about that, boys. No, I'm uh, three months in, back, uh, back back from England, so three months in the job. And to be honest, um, the boys are flying. It's a it's a really deep uh, deep squad, and and you know we've got a lot of bowling options. And um, Matty Mace, the the previous bowling coaches, you know set set things up nicely with these guys. And um, you don't have to do a hell of a lot. The, the senior players kind of kind of lead the way, and um, yeah, we just we just try and. Um, you know, we've had a lot of specific practice around conditions like this because we kind of knew what you know what we were going to get when we came to Sydney, and it's very foreign to people who come from Perth. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited about um, having a chance to showcase our skills on this sort of wicket because it's not something we get to do very often. Um, and we definitely, uh, we've definitely been setting up trainings to, to cater for that. One of the assistant coaches for WA Cricket, Tim McDonald, joins us ahead of day three, of course, uh, of this match at the SCG, where WA is going for victory. And New South Wales need, I think, 267 to win. Uh, interesting enough, we talk about Charlie Stobo and his bowling. Uh, if it wasn't for his batting, it could have been a whole different story. He came in, I think, at seven for 45, <laughs> and he and Darcy Short hung around for an hour and a half. That was a, that was pretty good going from the from the old Pathella. Yeah, he made it look pretty easy. I don't know if you guys saw it in the vision, but 
Yeah, some of the batters back in the shed sort of uh, raised their eyebrows there. He, he, he went out and didn't look like it was doing anything. It was um, He did the same in the first innings as well. I know he didn't get as many, but um, yeah, very valuable contributions in, in both innings. Um, he's an absolute gun in the field too. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it's a pretty good debut for, for West Australia, for, for Stoves, and, and he's still got some more work to do today. What are you expecting today, Tim? Is it has uh, the wicket changed much at all? Is it or is it still going? Is it going to play exactly like it has in, in the first two days? You, know, you normally say that on day five, don't you? Has the wicket changed much? But uh, is it is it going to play the same as it has for the first couple of days? Yeah, well, we're we're only at day three, um, looking at a possible result. So, uh, look, I think it'll be much of the same. Um, it, it it has actually changed a little bit. It's it's. It's probably deteriorated, as you'd expect, um, going into day three. Um, some of the cracks are a bit wider. Uh, it's, I think if we can bowl like we did in the first innings, um, there's going to be enough natural variation there uh, to make it pretty difficult. Um, we talked about when we went out to bat in the second innings that uh, you know if we, could, if we could make a total of about 150 and be close to 300 ahead, that we thought that was more than enough. Um, we, we, you know, we got into some trouble early and, and lost four for 11. So, uh, you know, revised that target. But, uh, yeah, we're pretty confident with 267 on the board that uh, we bowl like we did in the first innings and how we've been bowling all year, that uh, it should be pretty tough for them to make that many. Uh, a couple more for you that you go to. One on a personal front. You spent those couple of years, as you mentioned, overseas uh, assisting in the England women's uh, program as well. What was that like as an experience? I know you've been over in the UK for some time, but what was that like sort of working with the opposition? We, we felt very uncomfortable with uh, Mike Hussey and his role, mm. uh, of course, during the World Cup. But what about your role in that and how different is it? And what did you learn? Uh, yeah, learn a lot. Uh, it, it was an awesome experience, of course. Um, yeah, myself and Lisa Kitely, both Australians, were were over there heading up the Poms program. So yeah, it was um, it was a really good opportunity and, and uh, learned a lot. They've got um, some really good people working in at the ECB uh, in staffing roles and. And the, and the players were great, great facilities. Um, just tra- travelling around the world and playing in, in different ICC tournaments. Um, also experiencing quite a few of the, the COVID bubbles and restrictions that were going on. But um, no, it was, a, it was an awesome experience. And uh, But it was time to come home and, and this was a, a, a job that couldn't be turned down. It was uh, too good to be true. Uh, looking forward to seeing what you can do over there. And, uh, and, uh, We're watching it, Goss. We're watching it. Yeah, we are. 267 <laughs> runs, of course. Of course, it's underway uh, for the last day. Uh, mate, it's a big year for WA cricket. It looks like the Shield has certainly been at the forefront. I mean, you like to win all three forms, but the, the Shield, if you get this with a, another win like this, it's going to make it very hard to be knocked off the top of the ladder. The boys must be up and about. You must be excited about going out there today. Yeah, the boys are certainly up and about. We haven't won a Shield game at the SCG for 16 years. So wow. it's been spoken about. It was set up beautifully uh, by, by Bo Casson, who was uh, leading us up when we got over here. And, um, yeah, the boys are really excited to go out there today and, and show what they've got and get another win on the board uh, in this Shield season. We go back to a full 10-game full Shield season now for the first couple of years. So, uh, you know... Every win is is a big win in Shield cricket, and they get celebrated hard. And uh, yeah, we've we've got off to a pretty good start, so we want to continue that. Not that I think that we would have got ahead of ourselves at all, Tim, or uh, there's any arrogance in the group whatsoever. But if the boys book tea times this afternoon, a Sydney club or New South <laughs> Wales, Australia's clubs a really nice course down there too. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just I, don't, uh, I don't know if. The, 
I don't know if the boys will mind hanging around in Sydney for an extra half day or day, but uh, yeah, no, we haven't got that far ahead of ourselves yet, <laughs> Scotty. Celebrations will be big. Don't worry about that. If they have a win, you get an extra day. You get a day off. An extra day to recover. Yeah, yeah you probably sneak an extra couple in. <laughs> Appreciate your time, mate. All the very best. Let's hope we're not getting ahead of ourselves no, today. No, but no. Uh, let's knock off the Blues. Everyone hates New South Wales. We, uh, <laughs> in, 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 in particular, us. No, we can. I've always said it. Thank you very much for joining us, Tim. <laughs> No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tim McDonald, WA bowling coach, assistant coach of the WA team, and they are out to kill the Blues today at the SCG. Yeah! Six o'clock tonight on SENWA and aligned outlets, of course, through SEN, through SEN Spirit, SENWA, 657, SEN Track. The Wildcats take on the Adelaide 36ers, and it is tonight the pink game, of course, all for joining charity, uh, joining forces with the charity Breast Cancer Care WA. And we've been kind enough to be joined by Breast Cancer Care WA CEO and Executive Director Zoe McAlpine. Zoe, appreciate your time. This is a special game for, for Wildcats and for, for those in Breast Cancer Care WA where we dispose of the red and we show up in pink. Good morning. Good morning, Goss. How are you going? Yeah, we're going well. This, this is a big game, isn't it? This, is, this means a lot to, to everybody. It does. This is huge for us. Um, not only the Red Army turning pink, which is absolutely incredible, but this game just raises so much incredible vital awareness um, for Breast Cancer Care WA and the importance of early detection of breast cancer. And, of course, also amazing fundraising to help fund our programs to help people in WA going through breast cancer. Zoe, 57 Australians are diagnosed with breast cancer every day. So is an extraordinary number. You've got a lot of work to do, and this game goes a long way into helping you do it. It really does, you know. Um, one in seven women, uh, one in 675-odd men each year um, diagnosed with breast cancer, and there is so much to do. For Breast Cancer Care WA alone, we help around 1,400 um, of those people each year, and we can't do it without things like the Pink Game. You know, these funds go to put food on the table for families when they're going through treatment and have to stop work. It goes to breast care nursing. It goes to counselling, support groups, all the things that help them get through what can be, you know, quite a long experience while they're going through treatment. Very much so. And uh, part of the Breast Cancer Care WA team for a long time, Dawn Gleeson, a wife of Trevor Gleeson, who was involved in, in the promotion of this for, for many, many years. So, start, yeah, so th- this, this alignment has been going now for, I reckon, five, six years, which is fantastic. Um, what can fans see and do and get involved in tonight, Zoe? Absolutely. Look, um, Dawn will be there with us tonight. She was the inspiration for the first pink game and and keeps us going everyone since. Mm -hmm. Um, And tonight they can dress in pink. They can come along and donate. There'll be QR codes and there'll be people chin shaking everywhere. There's an auction online where they can um, bid on on the team's jerseys and warm-up tops and there's a ball and I actually believe there's a pair of Mitch Norton shoes up there as well. Yeah, we had Mitch on. He said he was donating the shoes as well. And what about this? Crown Perth donates $500 per Wildcats free throw, so what can happen there is we need Adelaide to foul a lot, and Retrovision will be donating $200 for every Wildcats three-pointer, which is scored in the game as well. So a real big chance to raise some serious bucks there tonight. There is indeed, and look over the, the this will be the sixth game I said um, tonight, we're fairly confident that we'll crack over $200,000 raised um, across the life of the pink game for Breast Cancer Care WA, and those kinds of funds are life-changing, um, so you know, our gratitude to Perth Wildcats Crown and all of the game sponsors is just enormous. Well, we shouldn't play down the words life-changing, because it uh, it really is, and if anyone out there is uh, a family member or going through it themselves, then you'll understand exactly uh, how important 
how important it is. But a bit of fun for the Wildcats fans too. And you know, if you if you're tossing up whether to wear pink or not, there's a prize for best dressed as well, Zoe. <laughs> There is indeed. And look, it is so amazing. The first pink game we walked in and there was pink dotted around the arena. And each game, it's just grown and grown. And now you walk in and it's a sea of pink. Mm. And tonight we're going to have about 40 of our clients and their families there. And they get to walk in and see thousands and thousands of people mm. turning pink for them. Feel the love. You know, that is just the most amazing moment. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone at the game. Um, and we'll all be getting our best pink on to help Breast Cancer KWA and to cheer on our boys. What are you wearing, Goss? You're calling think, the game tonight. Oh, well, yeah, have you got your love. pink suit on or something? Well, no, I'll just be wearing pink. But you know, I own one really pronounced. Well, actually, I wore it yesterday, day before, two days ago. I wore my pink Not shirt. The, oh, I thought you were going to the bikini you rolled in. As I was driving home, I put coffee on the front. Oh, no. And, you know, I don't know about you, but. It's time to go buy a new pink shirt. So I'll be adorned in a new pink shirt. Good. Courtside, calling the action on SENWA with Andrew Vlahov. And I don't know if they make a shirt big enough to fit the big yeah. unit. Get over King here. size. Is he still a man <laughs> for king size men's wear? They'll have something I think he might be. This is important. Hey, Zoe, looking forward to it. Can't wait. The pink game tonight against Adelaide. Again, the tip-off is 6.30, 6 o'clock on SENWA. But if you're rocking up, wear pink, get involved. Lots to see and do. Get your face painted pink and we'll see you bring courtside as well. Bring money, bring your phone and QR code yourself crazy. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jen. Zoe McAlpine, Breast Cancer Care, WA CEO and Executive Director. It is a big game. This, charity, this game relies the, uh, the, the charity relies on big moments like this and this is huge and great to see Dawn Gleeson uh, continuing her wonderful support so visit the Pink Game Hub, get involved we can bid on auction items, donate to Breast Cancer Care WA, it is a whole lot to do. Let's get some news away coming back, Connor McDonald's going to join us he's trying to enter the AFL system and uh, Monday, Tuesday next week it is the AFL Draft, we'll be checking in with him shortly, this is Scotty and Goss, SENWA Breakfast don't need to go over that again. 2012 it was. Went uh, absolutely Coco Bananas. I can only picture Gilly doing it now. Whenever I hear that song. Me too. When he was in the IPL, took a wicket yeah. and celebrated with yeah. the gang name style yeah, it was He wasn't cool. It was not cool, no. <laughs> he wasn't cool. Hey, just quickly, uh, can I just mention Adam Scott's bogeyed uh, back-to-back holes and no, got no. back to a tie for the share of the lead at 300 with Rasmus Hoygaard. Uh, time to get a, an update thanks to Tab Touch. So we've got the touch this World Cup. Access expert tips and place same-game multis with Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly called Gambler's Help on one 858 No David Short today, but we've gone to someone who's a little shorter, and that is Chris Zaman. <laughs> Bonus. Good morning. I reckon I'm probably about the same height as no, you. Not. Yeah, whatever, mate. No, Come on. No, Come on, little man. No, what do you got? If he had hair, he'd be taller. <laughs> Switzerland and Cameroon tonight. A few games tonight, of course, but Switzerland I love Cameroon. and Cameroon. I always want Cameroon to do well. I don't mm. know what it is. Entertaining. Former Arsenal captain Granite Xhaka, of course, will line up for the Swiss. Yeah. They are paying $1.70 to Cameroon's $5.30. Who's paying $1.70? Swiss- Switzerland. Yeah, Strong no, no, favourite. Holes in their defence, Swiss. Look at oh. <laughs> Yo! Wowee. What else you got? Uh, Uruguay also in action there against South Korea. Very one-sided fixture tonight. Uruguay paying $1.57 to South Korea's $5.50. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uruguay. I don't want holes in their defence. South Korea. North kill them. Go. Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> Quick move on. Portugal and Ghana. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, in his final World Cup. They're paying so a- he got two weeks suspension and a $50,000 fine for something he said back in April. 
He's got a two-game ban mm. in the EPL. By the really? football. Yeah, he said something coming off the ground against Everton. I said something which was... It's a long, it's a long deliberation. Because <laughs> <laughs> you probably thought you got away with it. You would have thought so. He brings crowds at the time. So now that he's been sacked by Man U, it doesn't matter. They yeah. haven't given the two-game ban and he's so not even playing. Portugal I wonder playing if that'll carry over 20s joined Perth glory. Uh, Portugal <laughs> and Ghana. So a buck 40 for you Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, uh, he does not. Brazil. They take on Serbia, of course. Uh, Brazil, one of the favourites in the competition. Yep. Strong favourites in this one. $1.43. Serbia, $7.50. Brazil, Serbia, seven bucks. Yeah. That's great value. <laughs> it's good value. Uh, the draw for each of those, respect, respectively, if you want to uh, you know, take a look at uh, some of the draws. Switzerland, Cameroon, three fifty five. Uruguay, South Korea, $3.60. Portugal, Ghana, $4.60. Brazil, Serbia, $4.50. So some strong favourites tonight in the World Cup. Morning, Goss and Scotty. Great show as always. Gee, Cricket Australia have come out swinging good on JL for speaking out. Cricket Australia. No, at least there's more to that text. I think it's time we now buried the, the JL hatchet. I don't think he's Not doing himself. Jay Yeah, it. again. And look, I know he's probably wasn't expecting the, the pushback. He, he went on a podcast. and I mean, that's old news. I mean, that's 12 months old, that type of stuff. That's not. I know he said, oh, I'm breaking news, but it, it's not because I've, I've been in his company and I've been at corporates where he's said similar, but I suppose in a, in a media forum, that's the first time he's, yeah. he's said how, it. How long do you sit back, though, while there's misconceptions about what happened? Well, that's but that's his version. So what happens is it becomes he said, she said, tit for tat, and yeah. you know, now Nick oh, got involved, that. and now the players are going to get involved, and, and, and JL's going to then have to go and do his media role with Seven when he's interviewing Pat Cummins. It's going to be a, there's going to be an awkward silence about it. Eat away at JL's legacy, maybe. Well, I hope not. Well, I, I mean, I just, neither. I'd, yeah, I think, I'd, I think he's a superstar. But I think I'm, I am I'd tired be, by it. Yeah, yeah, but. <sighs> It's hard to put something. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to put that in the back of your mind and not talk about it if that's how you feel. I reckon it's done it now, hard. though. Like he's, he's he won't talk about it anymore. I wouldn't have thought. And you oh, you said he he's doing Channel he Seven. He honest answers. Yeah. yeah, but you know, JL, he's he's pretty straightforward and and yeah. honest. Right, and so he'd say the show we have him every Monday with, with um with, with uh, uh, when his mates on segment. Yeah, Monday motivation. Thank you, Lois. <laughs> He's all over it. Twenty-three away. Yeah, you can go now. Twenty-three minutes Lined away up. from eight. You're staying? Yeah, I'll stick around for Conor McDonald. Have a chat. I reckon one day I'm gonna. One day I'm gonna be sick, right? Like I haven't missed a show. Have I missed a show? Like genuinely? Yeah, I I only, so. only for cashies. <laughs> but not, not for sickness. Yeah. Because I had COVID for three weeks in a row. <laughs> well, we know. We all did. We had it for two. Circle. God had it down to us and then he got it again. <laughs> but didn't miss a day. Didn't no, miss a day. Which is, which is not something to be proud about. Yeah. Oh, I think it is. Oh, you think? It's resilience. Yeah. Mm. No, it's not, it's many, giving. That's what it is. It's giving and sharing. Not many people are built with that resilience nowadays. Oh, no, a lot no, no. of softies around yeah. who take time off. As soon as they get a sniffle. And I, don't you love it when Some people, people you can't crack an egg around. When <laughs> someone gets a sniffle and they go, oh, I've got, I got the flu. I said, no, 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 you haven't. You've got a cold. Got a cold. Yeah. Well, no. If, if you're a man... It's the man, man flu, hundred percent, and that is debilitating. So I will, I will back <laughs> yeah, in all yeah. the lads. Girls don't understand. Got, they, well, they don't. Yeah, they understand how. Much I'll back it, in uh, every man that's you know drop us. You know why you say that? Because that's your gender. Yeah, I get. I get the man flu every time. <laughs> 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 I still come in though, guys, as well. Just like you, resilient. Yeah, again, you pass it on again. To thanks else. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two away from eight. 
to listen to my calls, Sammy. Please, I beg you. Uh, I've just been notified of a traffic update on the Mitchell Freeway. A truck has lost its load oh, no. on the freeway. And apparently, according to Michael, thank you, Michael, for your text, it's a whole lot of boxes of Vicks Vapor Rub. But he says, don't worry, there's no congestion. People on the Mitchell right now go, where? It's no problem here. No congestion. Fix the up. Hey, Conor McDonald joins us now. A young man hopeful of being drafted. He goes by the name of, nickname of Crack. We'd yes. like to know where this comes from. Hey, Conor, appreciate your time. Are you excited about the uh, draft next week? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I oh, yeah. maybe as well. Uh, Talk us through uh, Crack, mate, because yeah. I think I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I slept here, call me out. Stuck around for a while. Um, we've all cut. Um, like, I was in, uh, in Carnarvon. Um, I was a big Collingwood supporter, so um, a lot of my family supported Collingwood. And um, me, my favourite player was Andrew Cracker. So yeah. I used to love screamers he took and um, just used to go around taking screamers on my whole family. <laughs> calling out Cracker, so. Selling a bit of candy, mate, King Girls. Well, mate, what are your what are your hopes? What are your expectations and hopes of 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 getting onto a list next week? Uh, I'm not expecting anything. Um, I think that's um, the best way to go about it, especially in my situation. And um, obviously, I'm hopeful, and um, I know I'll give myself a chance. But um, yeah, my hope, I'm hoping I get on a list. I'm not expecting anything. Just trying to keep it pretty mellow and. Low key sort of thing. Have you spoken to many clubs? Uh, have they spoken to your management? Uh, yeah, I've had, I've had um, yeah, I think a few clubs. Um, my manager spoke to um, a bit more than me, and um, there's, yeah, there's been a bit of that interest. But um, yeah, I spoke to yeah, a full like a handful of clubs, and yeah, I don't um, I respect their draft plans and their strategies and all that. So I don't know what I can say and what I can't. So. Yeah, Conor McDonald, our guest, trying to yeah. get onto a list. Hey, tell us a bit about your uh, 2K time trial you did last week. Second fastest in WA. What sort of training did you do from it? Um, uh, you, I know you were curtailed by injury. What was the injury and uh, and uh, what was your time? Uh, so I battled through the whole year um, with stress. So that stress reaction in my lower back. So my um, lower spine, my lumbar, my L4 and L5. Third grade is trying to snap and they're swelling and um, stress. So it's a one before a stress, uh, stress fracture. So oh. um, I battled that all through that all year and um, got, I guess, diagnosed with it a uh, week out before the combine. Um, so I had about four weeks off, um, uh, four to five weeks off doing completely nothing. Um, so obviously I went for the sneaky little gym session, all that. But then. Um, uh, when I could get firing, I didn't. I didn't run at all leading up to the draft. I'd, um, I did a light one k um, but I guess you can't really take much out of that. And I guess I was the only get the only room I got. The room I got given was the bike and the assault bike, so I smashed them out three times a day. Um, I'd wake up and do it, then lunchtime, and then uh, late at night I'd build out um, a session. So that's what I could really do, and um, obviously that's the best way I could prepare myself to run. It worked. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just went into it trying to have a crack and um, trying. To, I was running with Kate Bevan, and obviously, um, I heard he was a good runner, and um, just trying to break him and um, just run as quick as I could. 
Well, there's another tick. So he's battling adversity. He's uh, got through on the bike, Goss, and then found himself someone, surrounded himself with someone who's who's a good runner and said, I need to be a good runner. So, and mentally tormented him, tried to break him. Yeah. And that guy will never be seen again. Yeah, Cade's <laughs> never been heard of. He thought he was a good runner and just got pantsed by crack. Anyway, uh, so so kind of we, we ask all of our, uh, the, the young hopeful draftees that we've had on the show, we ask them to sell themselves and uh, what they're good at. Uh, why should a club? Why should a club pick you up? And you can say this, mate, without sounding like a big head. But uh, what's your, what's your strengths, and uh, and why should someone pick you up? Um, my, oh, well, my whole football is um, my whole football game is built around my work rate and um, my ability to cover the ground and get as many contests as possible with providing inside outside run. Um, I feel like I'm a big competitor in all aspects of the game. And, um, love the hard stuff. Love the Love defending, love tackling, love um, doing all the one percenters, and so I really build my game off that, off that hard work. And um, you know, I, I, I like to say I had pretty clean hands and um, did rarely fumble. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah. That's good. No, it's all good. It's, good. it's not that's, easy to sell yourself, mate. That's so all where, good where did stuff you, there. Where did, you, where did you play last year, and what's what's your schooling background? Uh, sorry, what was that? What was where that did question? you go? To, where did you go to school last year? I went to Aquinas College. Yeah, yeah we were border. We were border. No, a day boy. Day boy. We were, I was a day boy. Oh, oh, very good, Brady McGlynn country. Say Brady's my son. yes, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey McGlynn. He's my uh, yeah, he's my uh, he's my son-in-law, old Mickey McGlynn. Uh, I, I another boy that I mentioned the other day, and I, I said when I walked in here, uh, Rowan O'Hare. I saw him play when he was playing Year Tens, uh, Connor, and um, playing second eighteen. And I said, "Gee, he's a good player." And he wasn't even getting a game in the first eighteen in Aquinas at the time. His name's been mentioned. Uh, I tell you what, the school continues to produce some uh, good names. <laughs> Yeah, Ron. Ron's one of my really good mates. Um, me and Ron, um, yeah, we see each other a fair bit and obviously played a fair bit of footy with each other last year. Um, yeah, he's superb. He's a brilliant player. He's very really good player. Yeah, very, very good player. Hey, mate, all the very best. Uh, where, where are you now, Connor? What are you up to right now? Yeah, right now. Right now. Um, oh, I'm just in Gumsguard, just sitting on the balcony, I guess. He's got levers. He's got levers oh. all over. It's a very clever... Very, you know what? Not only is he, he, he can run all day, he can accumulate the footy, he gets. He loves tackling in one percenters. He's smart enough to do his 2K time trial a week before going on levers. <laughs> Have you survived, you've survived so far? What's today? When's today? Well, Thursday. Thursday. Have you survived? How long have you been there? When do you, when do you wrap up? Um, well, I, I, I only came the other day. Uh, I'm going home today, so... <laughs> Um, I think each other thinks it's a bit early, but um, yeah, no, it's been good fun just spending a lot of time with mates and all the boys from school. Good stuff. I played footy with as well, so I'll wait for it. It's clever too. Put down clever too. Just a little three, four day, I believe. It's not ruining all the good work. <laughs> Stay out of trouble. Hey, good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. Uh, you, do you care where you go? West Coast. Have you got any interest to play for West Coast? Apparently, they've been sniffing around lately. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to get to West Coast. I've been. I understand that um that'd be unreal and um oh, yeah. uh, I I'd, I'd like to play anywhere. Yeah. I don't really care wherever the opportunity is, I'll um put my head down and get if I if I'm lucky enough to get into a list, I'll put my head down and work my ass off and yeah. um trying to earn the respect of everyone and why well, I deserve to be there. Good on you, mate. Connor McDonald joining us and if he goes to Sydney Swans it'll be just like the gathering of Aquinas old boys. You've got his brother there, the Warner <laughs> got the Warner boys. You don't want to go there, there it's riffraff. I hey, appreciate your time. <laughs> Travel safe back from Dunsborough. 
Good on you. There he is, Connor McDonald. He just sounds like a very grounded young man, doesn't he? He's at Levers. He's sitting on the balcony. He took our call. Most kids would be asleep right now. It's a good effort on Levers to take a call. I think we rang him at quarter two. So uh, he's ticked all the boxes. Another one. Jeez, we've got some impressive young men. Hopeful we're being drafted this year, haven't we? We certainly have. Uh, we're here for a Fleet Network. WA's Novated Leasing Special to save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. When do your voiceovers come out? Oh, I've no idea. Let's get a breakaway and come back. When are you playing golf? I'm not. I'm on the weekend. <laughs> it's eight to eight. CG and update. WA has got a breakthrough. Curtis Patterson's gone for two. Caught Philippi Bold Kelly, and they are one for seven. New South Wales chasing another 261 runs to win. So go the West Aussie boys, Hughes and Sanger. Done by lunch. Yeah, Done by lunch. Let's hope so. Hey, tomorrow we've got Peter Bell in the studio talking about the Fremantle Football Club and their focus for the draft next week. Look forward to chatting. And we'd like to thank all the young men who have come into our studio or taken our phone calls, including Connor McDonald, who, who took the call from Leavers. And that's a pretty damn fine effort. Good to eight in the morning. Yeah, well done. Thank you, Connor. And we appreciate that. The phone line was a bit scratchy in patches. Said, but we've got some really impressive young men. Yeah, we have. And uh, hopefully some really good players who are going to go on to long, long careers. Uh, Peter Bell joins us on in the studio tomorrow. And Simon... Oh, do we have to? Simon Miller. Just because he trains a couple of winners, all of a sudden he wants... He thinks he owns the place. Yeah, but he might come in with a new life tip. Yeah. A new, yeah, he's good on that. So, you know, you can always learn from Simon. Hey, 6 o'clock tonight, uh, SENWA. I'll be courtside wearing pink with Andrew Vlahoff. He'll show up at about 20 past 6. Standard fare for him. Uh, Time's tip off. Uh, yeah, he, he texts me <laughs> after we were on air. He goes, what time were we on air? I said, we started 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Andrew Vlahoff will be joining uh, us. Uh, I bet you don't talk badly to him. No, I do not. He has got one mean <laughs> handshake. Thanks for coming today. Six o'clock tonight, Wildcats in Adelaide. If you're going to the game, make sure you wear pink. Yes, well done to Special K and well done to Lois Lane. Good job by you. Scotty, have a good day today. All the best. I See you tomorrow. You hard at work. You've got your suit yep. on, I've noticed. Wearing a full meeting suit today. Yeah, meetings today. Very important ones. And hello to the team at ProFounder who are listening to the show right now. We appreciate their ongoing support. Hello to Damien. All your property needs. <laughs> that. You own a property, we'll take care of it for you. Catch you tomorrow from 6 o'clock in the morning. Catch you the Wildcats tonight from 6. Yeah, I'm everywhere. Little the fun of kill. Firing up the cloud, the story points of will. Here we come. Oh, no.